Hello again, everyone. Still season three, podcast number five. This one is titled Self Love, You Are Worth It, Part Two. In this podcast, we're going to talk about some of the traits or characteristics you may have when you do have self love or when you're developing self love for yourself. I believe that when you have self love, you don't do certain things, certain things you just don't do, you stay away from. So I'm just going to give you some points. These are not in any particular order. You may take them and put them in whatever order you see fit. But I just pray that this blesses you because it really helped me. And for a long time, I struggled because I know I didn't have self-love. And I actually did some, I did a lot of things I wasn't supposed to. But um, I thank God for deliverance. So number one, when you have self-love, you will make decisions with your head, not your heart, because you know that feelings can and will betray you. And you don't react in desperation. Whenever you have self-love, you make decisions with your head and not with your heart, because you know that feelings, when you start feeling a certain way, or if you start allowing your feelings to take control of your life, then you will be heading down a slippery, dark slope. So therefore, if you make decisions with your head, you know that that's when you have self-love, you know that that's what you're supposed to do. Number two, you do the work necessary to improve yourself and you invest in yourself meaning spending more time with yourself. Maybe you need to get to know more about you, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, Maybe you may find that you need counseling. Maybe you may purchase different self-help books or different books to help you to improve your self-love. You may even hire a life coach or a relationship coach. So whenever you have self-love for yourself, you do the work that's necessary to improve you. Number three, you can admit your mistakes and you learn from them. You can admit your mistakes and you learn from them. Number four, you get rid of negativity and negative relationships. You guard your peace and I am going to read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 in the King James Version. And it says this, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So whenever I have self-love, I get rid of the negativity and the negative relationships and I guard my, my, my sound mind at all costs. I guard it. Because that's something that right now, mental health is a very big topic. And it's it's more important, I believe, right now than it is your physical health almost. So in that being said, you have to guard your mind. You You can't allow, you know, negativity and negative people and negative situations to keep having a, a, an effect on you. So with that being said, when you have self-love for yourself, you you take care of all of that. You you block out the negativity and, and the negative relationships. You, you just have to make a decision to get rid of them. 
And number five, you know your value. Women, you know your value, okay? This is for my women. You know your value. Proverbs 31 and 10 in the Message Bible says this, a good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. That's self-explanatory. A good woman is hard to find. So nowhere does it say that a good man is hard to find women, okay? Because you're not supposed to be the finder. According to this, you're not the finder. And according to the word of God, you are not the finder. You are to be found. So know your place. A good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. So you know your value. So when you know your value, you have self-love for yourself. You're not going to allow somebody to come and try to win you over cheaply. You know your value. You know your worth. And then Proverbs 19 and 14 says, in the easy to read version of the Holy Bible, it says this. People receive houses and money from their parents, but a good wife is a gift from the Lord. I'll read that again. Proverbs 19 and 14 from the easy to read version of the Holy Bible says, people receive houses and money from their parents, but a good wife is a gift from the Lord. Number six, you are honest and transparent, even if it doesn't make you look good. When you have self-love, your dedication to, to yourself, and that, that love that you have for yourself. And you when you're being honest and transparent, it doesn't matter how you look to other people. And even if it may not make you feel good or look good, you're still, you're being true to who you are. You're being true to yourself and you, and you love yourself enough to be honest and transparent. And that's what I mean by that. And you don't care if it doesn't make you look good. That's not your focus. Number seven, you put your all into yourself. No half step and no shortcuts. So when you have self-love, you put everything you got into it. You don't do it halfway. You don't do it like a little bit today and don't do nothing tomorrow. Or maybe you'll go a whole week straight and then you'll go a whole month and don't invest in yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you have self-love, you put everything you got into it. You put everything you have into it. You put your all into yourself. Number eight, you have standards and boundaries and deal breakers, especially in relationships. When you have self-love, you have standards. You have boundaries and you have deal breakers. And I believe that every woman that has self-love have these three things established in their relationships or they at least have an idea of what they're willing to uh, accept as far as uh, standards, what they uh, have for sure that are deal breakers and what their boundaries are. So you can't have love for yourself and true self-love without having standards, boundaries, and deal breakers. There's just no way. If you're allowing people to come in and just wreck your life and they're just treating you any kind of way and doing you any kind of way, that used to be me, I will say, that you will be miserable. 
you you and if you're miserable now you will continue to be miserable because there's no self-love for yourself there and there's nothing wrong with you having standards and boundaries and deal breakers as a matter of fact you need them they're essential for every relationship but society and culture is not going to teach you that but I'm telling you that's what you need to have because if not you never will be able to build up your self-love for yourself and your self-esteem and you will never be able to accept the love of God the way you you supposed to because of that simple reason because you you're just allowing people to come in and they're just they're just destroying your life and you're allowing it you're standing by and you're allowing them to do so and number nine you don't accept less than you deserve and you don't allow others to give you your value self-explanatory you don't accept less than you deserve you refuse to do that and you will not look to other people to give you your value and your worth Number 10, you are slow to speak and quick to listen. Your anger is in check and under control. James 1 and 19 from the easy to read version of the Holy Bible says this. My dear brothers and sisters, always be more willing to listen than to speak. Keep control of your anger. When you have self-love, you are slow to speak and quick to listen and your anger is under control, it's in check. That comes from James chapter one, verse 19. Go back and read it. Number 11, your priorities change and rank. When you have self-love, your priorities change. For example, maybe before self-love, you wanted a husband, a family, and career. That's all you wanted, you, you didn't, that's all you wanted. After self-love, you may realize that your relationship with God is first. Your career or serving may be in that same realm or second. Then your purpose. And then a God-fearing husband after that. Um, Your career or your job position may be different from how you serve others. Your purpose may not have anything in common with your job or how you serve. So your priorities will change. You will see that a shift. And I know that to be true because it happened to me. Now, instead of me saying, I just, I just want a, a husband, I just want to be married. Now I want a God-fearing husband. And I, I, want, I want it to work in my purpose. You know, and now I want a man that's not just going to church. I want a God-fearing man because a God-fearing man is that's the God that's in him, the Holy Spirit in him is going to make sure it's going to keep him in check and, and make sure that he, I don't want to say make sure that he treats me right, but it, it's a lot better whenever you have somebody that's God fearing, really God fearing. And you know that they are versus somebody that's just going to church. They're just going to church and, and you could tell that they're just going, but they have no power. Okay. And, um, I believe that that's more important than just somebody going to church. Because I used to say I want somebody that was going to church, somebody that believed in God. But I find that that's, you know, that's far and few in between. A God-fearing man, a real, a real praying God-fearing man, a real man that has totally surrendered his life over to God. They may be far and few in between right now because the way society and culture is set up, you know, our men are just not 
they're not there a lot of them they're not there in that realm so I have to come to that realization that I'm not saying it won't ever happen I'm just saying it may it may be a little while but with me saying that that I realize that there's not one occupation on this earth that does not serve someone else, either directly or indirectly. And God set everyone up to serve others. We serve others by default. So I don't know one occupation that you can have. And if you know of one, please let me know where you're not directly serving someone else. Every occupation is set up for you to serve somebody else. So that lets me know that we are to serve others by default. I don't know one occupation that doesn't serve somebody else in some type of capacity. Number 12, God sent his only son to die for you. That fact alone makes you worthy and worth the time, energy, money, whatever, to make self-love a choice. You need to make self-love a choice. I choose to love myself. I choose to love myself enough to not get into this situation. I choose to love myself enough to not allow somebody else to assign what they think my value is. I love myself enough that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out what I like, what I want to do what my purpose is because I love myself enough to develop myself. These are things that we have to do because if not, like I said earlier, people will come in and they will wreck your life. They'll come in like a wrecking ball. And the next thing you're trying to figure out is what happened? How did this happen? And you're left with the pieces and Then as soon as you're you're gathering up those pieces and you're still in the process of gathering those pieces, then here comes something else that comes in like a wrecking ball. So I just wanted to talk about self-love in these these two podcasts because self-love is important because I believe that when you love yourself enough, you don't don't want to hurt yourself. You, You want to give yourself the very best. And when you want to give yourself the very best, you don't fall for any and everything. And you're wiser and you're stronger and you're more knowledgeable and you make better decisions and you make better choices when you love yourself enough. Um, And I'm thinking about the, I think it's, I don't know if it's American Greetings or Hallmark Greetings, but they used to have this, this commercial on that says, when you love yourself enough to give the very best. And that's what I think about self-love. That's the way I feel about self-love. When you love yourself to give yourself the very best. I don't know if it was, I don't know. Now I'm thinking, I don't know if it was a greeting card or what it was. But anyway, I remember the commercial. When you love yourself enough to give the very best. And I believe that that's what self-love is all about. I love myself so much that I refuse to let you come in and just do me any kind of way. I love myself so much that I refuse to let you just talk to me any kind of way. I refuse to let you disrespect me. I refuse to let you treat me like dirt. I refuse to let you 
you fill in the blanks. When you love yourself enough, you're not going to put up with it. And that's not being selfish and it's not being arrogant or anything like that. But it's loving yourself enough to not accept the things that you know you shouldn't accept. So I just pray that you understand why self-love is important and how you can benefit and become a better version of who God intended you to be from these two podcasts. Because that was my intention. That was my prayer. That is my hope that you have learned something from these past two podcasts to help you to uh, improve, I don't know, your, your personal relationship with God or to help you to improve your outlook on your, your self-love. But that that is very important. And I just pray that you understand why self-love is important and how you can benefit. Thank you for listening. Please share the podcast. And until next time, be blessed.